Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What is cracking? What's up? We're gonna finish Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. You said you said that faster and faster every week. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> try to try to make it as fast as it can be. It's Thursday, November twenty first. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon right across from me. Uh, tonight we have a Thursday night football game, uh, and it's it's actually not a bad game. Uh, I am excited to watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I need DeAndre Hopkins to get 100 million points. And I need Deshaun Watson to get 200 million points. You know what's going to happen in this game? It's Thursday night football. Uh, the Houston Texans are at home, coming off a pretty bad loss to the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. They need a win. So I think good things are going to happen fantasy-wise for the uh, the Houston Texans. And then I think uh, Jacoby Brissett's going to throw three picks. <laughs> or... Or, because it's a must-win for Houston, they're going to choke. Uh, yeah, that's true. They they do that quite frequently. They do choke a lot. Game. It is Week 12, and uh, we are going to discuss some more matchup breakdowns, um, ones that we did not talk about on yesterday's podcast. Um, we also will give you our starts and sits for the week. Um, before you get into that and get into the news, check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs, on Instagram at thefantasychampions. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thefantasychampions. Subscribe wherever you listen. Click the bell on YouTube for notifications. Leave a review right now uh, and share this podcast with your friends. Let's get to some news. There was a lot of interesting non-injury related news this week, so I feel like it's not been a slow week. Yeah. So let, let's get to that because it all happened on uh, Wednesday after we recorded our podcast, um, the Dolphins waived Mark Walton. So Mark Walton went from, uh, I'll talk about why in a second. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> but, a... Uh, but Mark Walton went from third string running back to mm-hmm. waiver wire pickup of the week to trash to not on a team anymore. Uh, and there's a reason behind that, even what's though the, what's the, what's it, the it, reason? it should be because he's trash, but it's also because he's trash. <laughs> So he got his girlfriend pregnant. I'm assuming that his girlfriend said, uh, or or a woman. Not I don't know if there's any relationship relationship there. But the woman, I guess, told Mark Walton what was going on. Said I'm pregnant, and then he kind of beat the crap out of her. Well, and that would do it. Yeah, it's that disgusting. Would, that's yeah. It's gross. Um, and he should never play in the NFL again. This also is a string of incidences uh, where he's been arrested four times in the last year, I guess. So I is question. That, wait, hold on a second. Can I, you repeat that? He was arrested four times this year. I don't know the reasoning on the other ones, but he was arrested for this particular one, and there was three other situations. And yet, those other three other situations happened, Just, and Mark Walton was still on the Dolphins. <laughs> Wow, and it's not like he was good, yeah, and they no, kept it under the radar. Yeah, like uh, he was. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> just the crappy player. That's just a crappy person. Uh, so Mark Walton is no longer uh, on the Dolphins. I'm assuming that he will no longer play in the NFL ever again. Um, so I never am going to hear the name Mark Walton again. Um, Antonio Brown on Twitter wrote up a nice uh, apology letter to Robert Kraft on Twitter. He uh, he, uh, you know what? You know you want me to bring up the tweet? 
Go ahead. Because I will I will bring up the tweet. I know for you. you saw this tweet and then you um, just like I got sweaty. I yeah, did. I got your really, pants right off. I, I took my pants right off. So he said, Mr. Crab Oh, no, no, that was the last time he tweeted. I thought he pinned it. That would be interesting. Um, Mr. Kraft, I apologize sincerely to you and your organization. All I wanted to uh, all I wanted to be was an asset to the organization. Sorry for the bad media and the drama. Thank you sincerely, A B. Now, Antonio Brown has apologized to Mr. Kraft. Mr. Kraft is what's holding the Patriots back from signing Antonio Brown. Do you think this patches any bridges or repairs? Antonio Brown really seems like he wants to be on the Patriots. Yeah, like, it, so desperately. I think he just wants to play, and the Patriots would probably be, I mean, obviously the best spot. But It would be the best spot, but also I feel like they're the only team in the NFL at this point that would bring in Antonio Brown. Yeah, either them or like the Browns. <laughs> some yeah, some yeah, like true. random crappy um, team. My goodness, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., and Antonio Brown, and they would all come. And they score blow. sixteen points yeah, a game. Yeah, sixteen points a game. Uh, Not fantasy wise, like team. Do you think there is any chance that Antonio Brown signs with the Patriots even after this? It's the Patriots. I, here, here's the thing. Just by the way their offense is played, I would give it like a five percent chance. We joked around about this on our Tuesday show, I believe, about Antonio Brown. I don't know why we brought him up. Or the last time we mentioned him. Yeah. But um, Antonio Brown, this might have been last week, but the situation with Antonio Brown is rather interesting. And we said Robert Kraft, despite saying he would stand up for like what's right and all that stuff and being like, all right, I can't do that. That's bad. I don't want that on If they team. suck enough. Yeah. And it's like if they suck offensively enough, Robert Kraft will come around. <laughs> it's all about winning Super Bowls in New England. So I'm thinking that Antonio Brown might sign. If he goes back to the Pats, I don't know. Maybe he's actually a good fantasy asset rest of the season. But uh, I doubt that that happens. Next yeah, year, I maybe. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. But either. this year, no. Um, Rob Gronkowski has no plans to return to football this year. He had a big announcement on Tuesday, um, and it was the fact that he was having a Super, Bowl, a Super Bowl party in Miami this year uh, with Diplo. Turn up and uh, and many other artists. I'm not advertising for Gronk's party, but I am. It sounds pretty. Be there, be square. Let's go. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you need to be there. Um, he also was spotted dancing with the Laker Laker girls last night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like on the court, oh, like with them. Oh, like he was at <laughs> halftime or something like that. <laughs> In He's like at the full Lakers, Lakers game. yeah. So uh, Gronk is living his best life. What are you doing? Uh, Mike Tomlin said he doesn't know about the availability of James Conner this week for uh, Week 12. Uh, he also said Juju Smith-Schuster is in uh, the league's concussion protocol and will not play this week against the Bengals as well. So we'll talk about Jalen Samuels later. And uh, if you have uh, James Washington, it might also be a good idea to fire him up. Yeah. Um, Ian Rappaport reports that Tyreek Hill's hamstring injury was deemed, quote, minor, unquote. Now, I'm not one to root for injuries, but I was facing Tyreek Hill, so I did benefit from <laughs> oh. Tyreek Hill having a hamstring injury. Now, they're saying that uh, Tyreek Hill's hamstring, if, if you are concerned, they're saying it is a preseason hamstring injury is what they referred to it as. So, so it's something that they could come back from and be fine. The big thing is that Antonio Brown's 90% of his success in the NFL is having the ability to run uh, mean Tyree two, Kill? three, three. Uh, Tyreek Hill. What did I say? Antonio Brown. <laughs> wow. You got uh, someone on your mind, don't yeah, you? Dude, I do. Uh, Tyreek, the, Tyreek Hill's main ability in the NFL is to run 
40 uh, yard dash. So he runs very fast. Yeah, gets past everyone, and then ca- like he could he could turn a slant route into a 70 yard touchdown anytime he wants. So to me, Tyreek Hill having a hamstring injury, even though it's minor, hampers his ability to run because he's obviously going to be uh, gingerly running on that. Like yeah. now, we'll see this week if it really does matter. If I was um, if I was in control of the Chiefs and this was Madden, I probably would not play Tyreek Hill this week. <laughs> this was Madden. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I actually don't disagree. I'd be with cautious them. with them if I was. Yeah, Kansas City. I would. I would hold them out for a week or two just to see what happens. I mean, they're going to be fine. This they is a situation. If if he if he, if he plays this week, you got to play him. Oh, of course. But um, just keep an eye on the situation. You don't want it to be one of those things where you forget to pull him on your lineup <laughs> and you're just completely devastated. Yeah. I believe they're on a bye week. So yes. Yeah, I think so. Just keep an eye on the situation. So he does get an extra extra time to heal up. Uh, Doug Marone believes Leonard Fournette touched the ball too few times last week. He only had 15 touches um, compared to his average of 26 a game. <laughs> so uh, Doug Marone is probably going to get Leonard Fournette the ball a little bit more this week. He also said in that that quote that uh, in order to have a successful passing game, you got to establish the run. So if you're a Leonard Fournette owner, I guess that gets you excited. Um, Are Austin, they playing this week? I don't know. The Colts. They no, play I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. Not the Colts. I have no idea. I'll pull it up. Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, yeah. that's not great. Uh, Austin Hooper will play. Will not play week 12 against the Bucks. Um, he is ruled out for this week. I'm assuming that he'll be out one more week, and then maybe he, he should back. be okay. Yeah. Um, Sterling Shepard remains in the league's concussion protocol, um, but he did practice in full on Wednesday. So um, I'm I'm thinking if they pull him completely off the injury report and he comes out of the league's concussion protocol, he will play this week. But yeah. if he's still in concussion protocol by Friday, I think they're hoping it could go all the way into Sunday that he's still in the league's concussion protocol, and then if they pull him off the concussion protocol, he can play. I think that's what they're preparing that's for. That's interesting, but yeah. But anyway, just keep an eye on that situation. Um, I forgot who they're playing. I'm, I think I'm it's sh- the Bears. I'm sure we. It is the Bears. Yeah. I think we talked about it on the last episode. Yeah. Um, and then George Kittle, and a final piece of news, uh, remained sidelined at Wednesday's practice. He has been out for the last two games. Um, I believe they played on Thursday night, and then he missed that game, or maybe it was a Monday night. Missed that game. Yeah, it was a prime time week. game. So anyway, um, George Kittle missed two straight games now. Um, his, uh, if he misses three, oh, gosh, this should be interesting. <laughs> um, so that's all we got for the news. Is there anything? I, I always give you the opportunity, and then you remember after the show. I can bring up, since he's on my team, Evan Ingram did not practice Wednesday. Okay. Uh, so if you have Evan Ingram and you need to start him this week with Travis Kelsey and Hunter Henry on buys, and I think there's another big tight end that's on a buy too. This is... Um, um, or Evan Ingram's a what top when he was out there was a top yeah. six tight end. This anyway, has been but. the problem with Evan Ingram. I'm going to take this into account in the off season now. Yeah, he only he plays like twelve only games plays a year. Like twelve games a year, maybe ten. Yeah, and it's like he's out a lot. When he's out there, he's pretty solid. It's like it's like how much you going to? I mean, I guess for ten really good games at the tight end position, <laughs> you want to pay the price. I don't know. Um, yeah, so let's move into our week eight matchups. I mean, week twelve matchups. My goodness! Wow, that was. <laughs> I took <laughs> only I, a few weeks off. Yeah, that's that was four weeks ago. Sorry, guys. Um, our week twelve matchups. We're going to start off with the Buccaneers and the Colts. Do you know the over under for that game? 
Oh gosh, I have to. I mean, the Buccaneers and the Falcons. My goodness, it's fifty-one and a half. Right I'm now. wrecking this. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> Tyree kills Antonio Brown, <laughs> and the Bucks are playing the Colts this week. I'd rather watch the Bucks and Colts, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Well, Actually, uh, boy, the Falcons guys, been playing. I these guys know. are fighting. Yeah. For fourth place in the they're, NFC they're South, they're fighting <laughs> for a six and ten record for that for that third uh, the, for that third spot in the NFC South right now. They're duking it out. Um, so we got on one side Jameis Winston going up against Atlanta. This is as good a, a matchup as you can get. Um, Jameis Winston. Uh, okay, I, I have a curious question. Yeah. This popped into my head the other day because I am a Chris Godwin owner. Okay. These are the metrics for Jameis Winston so far this year. 3,000 yards. That's pretty good. He's probably going to reach 4,000. That's mm, good. Yeah, that's good. 19 touchdowns. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. That's Patrick pretty Mahomes. solid. Same name as Patrick yeah, Mahomes. even though yeah, Mahomes is missed time. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's thrown 18 interceptions. Oh, so, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, that's a, that's quite a few. Um, Eli Manning. <laughs> What's his completion percentage, too? I have no idea. I bet, I bet you it's under 60. <laughs> I can bet you money it's under 60. I have no idea what it is, but... See, he's not really all that inaccurate in, in terms of passing the football. It's more or less just his decision-making. He throws it to the wrong people at the wrong times. Um, his completion percentage this year is 59%. Oh, I almost lost <laughs> you that. You almost lost it. Give me my money, though. Um, yeah, so it's so funny to see that this guy... You want to hear his career numbers just really fast. 17,000 yards, 107 touchdowns, and 76 interceptions. That's a lot. <clears throat> That's a lot of interceptions. So Winston against Atlanta is a good play, but the thought that popped into my mind was the opportunity of him potentially being benched and the ramifications that that would have on guys like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Who would they... That would actually be terrible if you have one of those who guys. Who would be... Because they have a crap schedule rest of the season. Um, but who who would be the guy that replaces... I don't know. Jameis Winston. If he would... Because they had, they had... you know, Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic last year who was in and out. Who was they just really as good as stuck with... Better. I mean, I, I commend... Bruce Arians for sticking with Winston and showing that he has confidence in him. But how long does this go on for? Uh, if this um, might be last week, if if they have a bad week, I'd consider pulling the plug on Winston. If I was like, such player. a great, who's their backup? Such though? a great fan. I'm looking it up right now. He's such a great fantasy asset, though. Uh, <laughs> terrible quarterback. Terrible quarterback. <laughs> Ryan Griffin. The uh, brother of Ryan Griffin from the Jets. So he just he plays quarterback for the Bucks and tight end for the Jets. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Colin Kaepernick, maybe? Oh, oh. Did they go to the He's thirty years old. He's thirty? Winston yeah. is thirty? No, no, no. Winston's twenty five. Ryan Griffin's thirty. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say holy So cow. uh I don't have any metrics on him, but he is pretty old. Yeah. Um I don't that would be very bad for Chris Godwin. Uh, Mike Evans was yeah, no, that'd be bad for that'd Mike be bad Evans for both. Too. Bad for both. Bad, bad for both. Um this has led me to uh, a situation where it's like maybe you should. I, I don't think they're going to bench Winston. I really don't. I think they're going to ride. You're three and seven. Yeah, I think they. Unless they shut Winston down and say we're going to keep this kid's. They're going to ride alive. him the rest of the year, I think, and I, then in the yeah. off season read. But it just popped into my mind if they because right now, like usually when you start pulling your quarterback for a thirty year old backup, it's because you're panicking about your job. But right now, I don't think. 
Bruce Arians is panicking about his job. He's actually done a relatively good job with this offense. I just think he needs a new quarterback. Um, it, it, they and they, they the whole offense keeps talking about how they like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, the running backs. Everyone, including Bruce Arians, keeps talking about how you have all this talent. And Jameis Winston said it too. You have all this talent, and you continue to blow. I'm like, it's like how, like how do you fix it? Yeah, I mean, um, Winston I, needs to stop throwing picks, and uh, it's just turning the ball over. Their really defense is. also isn't that good. I, the, if they stop turning the ball over, they wouldn't be three. But anyway, Winston's a good play against Atlanta. Um, we got Matt Ryan on the other side against Tampa Bay. Um, that is also a good matchup for Matt Ryan. So in this game, uh, I would I would expect unless. The Atlanta Falcons have become a better uh, defense. Uh, defense, yeah, which it which, seems like they yeah, have the last two uh, weeks. Then Jameis Winston against Atlanta might have a bad day. I don't think that will happen. But um, if if you so desperately need now, Tampa is in Atlanta, so that's not. Con- yeah, but insane. I mean, this year it doesn't really matter. Winston's throwing fifty passes either way, so yeah. So in an easy matchup, you're throwing forty to fifty passes. <laughs> like you, you'll be all right. Um, so I, li- I like both of them. Do you have uh, any quandaries with that? No, I, I like both of those guys, too. I'll okay, to now, later. I saw a tweet today, and I wish I write... I should write this crap down when I see it. But um, Ronald Jones was announced three weeks ago as the starting running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, he's yeah. going to get his opportunity. He's good. He's gonna, and they had an 18-point game. Or maybe that was two weeks ago. I don't know. His last three weeks, he has dropped in his snap percentage rather dramatically it went from 55 percent to like 37 percent oh who would have guessed so that, hey, that yeah. would happen but i don't know where it's going because peyton barber <laughs> hasn't been getting any like the buccaneers had, ronald jones i think had seven carries last week and i was like oh what the hell are they doing you have ronald jones has seven carries and i went i went to go see where they were and peyton barber had zero carries so they just didn't run the football that's what i'm saying winston throws i think he threw like close to 60 passes last week it's ridiculous um, yeah, I I do like Ronald Jones, and I talked about how it could be a second half of the year breakout situation for him because the game where he scored 18 fantasy points, he was trash. Yeah, uh, on the ground at least, his, through the air, he's pretty good. But um, anyway, Ronald Jones against Atlanta. Do you like that? I do, but it's so like I don't know. I I just don't trust. I wish I had the matchup calendar in front of me. I do not trust anything involving the Buccaneers running game. I don't either. So I'm, I'm going to say if you have Ronald Jones, just to sit him for this week. I it would is rather, a good matchup, though. I would rather sit him. And this you might week. need him because it's the last of the buys. Yeah, that's true. That's tough. Hold on. I'm trying to see the matchup calendar because I know the, uh, the the Falcons have been slightly better against the run this year. They have, but I still sure. think they're at least bottom half in the league. Probably like bottom 12. Like my guess is they rank like around like twenty. We got to move on to thirty. I just want to. I want to know. I want to know. You know, I could have pulled this up for you two seconds ago. Let's see. It. I'm starting right now. Let's see if I can get it before you. I think. Yeah, Ronald Jones right now is. Yeah, Atlanta's the number seventeen against the run. Oh, that is better than I thought. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Ronald Jones is okay matchup if you definitely need him. But I just, I don't know. You don't know what you're going to get. You could get, this could be a game where Atlanta scores 30 points and Tampa's like, you know, 35, 35, and they got, it just goes back and forth. Right, which is what I think it's going to be. But what was the over under 50 and a half? 51 and a half. So yeah, it's going to be high scoring. Um, and then as far as, so I don't know if Devonta Freeman's going to come back. Devonta Freeman against the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks have given up, I think, the third least 
uh, fantasy points to Ugh. running backs. So this is a bad week for any running back uh, for the uh, Falcons. I mean, uh, yeah, for the Falcons. So if, if Devonta Freeman plays, I'm not really feeling good about that. I might sit him. Even though it's home at home against. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you disagree with that? Um, I know Tampa has been good against the run, but yeah. I just feel like, I don't know. When I think of Tampa's defense, I still think they absolutely stink. But I know they have been good against the run this year. So yeah. I guess I guess you're right. Okay, uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, obviously both starts. Um, and O.J. Howard is a sit. Uh, if you if you fell in love with start Cameron Brait, if you fell in love with Cameron Brait, don't. <laughs> everybody's saying, "Oh, OJ Howard's back! Woohoo! Yeah, he had ten fantasy points, everybody, <laughs> and then he came out the next week and got Jeez. zero points. Um, what a clown! Julio. Oh, I hate OJ Howard. <laughs> it's because you drafted him. What did I tell you about drafting tight ends? I didn't draft a tight end, and I got a top five one right now. I drafted. Okay, well, I had Austin <laughs> Hooper, Hunter Henry, and Evan Ingram on my team. Yeah, but so I'm fine. Actually, with you know what? You know, I'm sorry. I did draft a tight end in the last round. I drafted Austin Hooper, and then dropped him for Mark Andrews, and then dropped Mark Andrews for <laughs> Terry Wall. I was a little. I bit drafted OJ Howard, but it, it wasn't. He fell to like the ninth round. So I was, I was panic- like, I have I was, to draft him. I was panic dropping like tight ends before the season started. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't have drafted OJ Howard if he was early. He just fell yep. into my lap, and I was like, "Wow, the, the no, fourth ring tight end is in the ninth I, round." I was thinking, like, okay, I could go with a tight end in like the tenth or eleventh round, like if it was David Njoku or something like that. If OJ Howard fell another, like if I didn't pick him yep. in our draft, would you have took taken OJ Howard in round ten? Yeah, probably. Considering he was supposed to be like a late, but fourth, I also told you when I was doing research that Bruce Arians doesn't like to throw to tight ends. That was a common thing that we kept on seeing, but we ignored it. We ignored it. Next time, don't ignore the numbers. I bought into the hype. Yeah, it's true. Um, so then you got Julio Jones, obvious start. Calvin Ridley? I'll talk about him later. Okay. And then uh, there's this new Graham kid. Couldn't tell you what his first name is. Uh, it's not end, Jimmy. Tight end for um, in replace of. Oh, I saw him play. He plays the exact same way as Hooper. Like they just got another white <laughs> stiff to play tight end. <laughs> true uh let's move on to panthers at saints what's the over under for that game uh dude why are you making me do this it's 47 sorry it's, it's so i can find the magic on <laughs> my freaking computer um so we got uh kyle allen obviously set um and then drew Brees. do you like him against carolina or no eh, it's not a great matchup i'd rather go elsewhere elsewhere okay uh we got uh christian mccaffrey start uh and then on the other side alvin kamara start, start. Uh, DJ Moore or Curtis Samuel, either one. I don't. At this point, Curtis Samuel is not worth a start. The only reason why Curtis Samuel is anywhere near being on teams right now is because he's caught four touchdowns this year. Yeah. DJ Moore has one, but he has seven hundred. Honestly, the way so this matchup is not good, and the way Kyle Allen has played the last few weeks, I don't start either of these guys. Okay. Um, he is like he's like James Winston Light over here with ten touchdowns and nine yeah. interceptions. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't start either. Do you like Greg Olson? No. Okay. Um, and then we have Mike Thomas. Obviously, he's a monster, averaging 19.9 points per game this year. Start him. Um, and I don't think there's anyone else in this game. Unless you really <laughs> yeah. wanted to talk about I, Jared Cook's probably not a start either. Uh, let's talk about the Seahawks at the Eagles. This is 1 o'clock, right? Yep. There's only two 4 o'clock games this week, which I'm that is relatively disappointed. Interesting. Um, yeah. 
I'm trying to find the Seahawks game. Give me a second. Seahawks. Well, we know who their quarterback is, bro. It's Russell Wilson. I can't think on the fly when I'm looking <laughs> for something. I just can't uh, do it. Yeah, Russell Wilson, uh, start. <laughs> even though it's a tough matchup? No, it's not a tough matchup against Philly. Are you kidding me? Oh, actually, yeah. I'm tripping. <laughs> I was, in my head, I'm like, oh, Philly's got a like, really good pass. You're, you're going back to 2018 20, 20, 20, yeah. <laughs> where they had a bad rush defense and a good pass defense. Uh, yeah, start him. What about Carson Wentz against Seattle? Seattle has given up the 20th most fantasy points to quarterbacks this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the 20th least fantasy points to quarterbacks this year, I should say. Uh, it's a good matchup. It is. But he has been not great. Blah. This season. Like, he's been the picture of generic. Oh, so I think this game got flexed to Sunday night. It did? Yeah. Okay. That's ridiculous. I don't know why they would do that. <laughs> Two to five and five. That's well, well, it is Eagles Seahawks. I mean, should be a good game. Back the truck up. Yeah, you're right. With you're you? Okay. Yeah, right. Sorry, you're good. You're good. What was <laughs> the anyway, OG 820 game? That was Cowboys. Uh, no, it was, it was Packers sh- at 49ers. Why did they flex that? What? What? That doesn't oh, make maybe, any... May, okay, so maybe, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe they the Packers. Yeah. All right, whatever. We'll find so, out something. <laughs> Chris Carson is a start. Yeah. Agreed. Chris, I, I would start Chris, Chris... What about Mr. Carson wins? Oh, we never talked about Carson. Yeah, I was going to say... I was asking about Chris Carson. Yeah, I mean, Chris Carson is a start, yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, Carson Wentz... Maybe you, did you talk about him? I just ignored you because I was looking at the. Yes. <laughs> well, for my opinion, Carson Wentz, I would start. Chris Carson, I would start. Okay, continue. Okay. Uh, what Even about, though it's a tough match. What about Jordan Howard and uh, Miles Sanders? Uh, uh, I start Jay Ajahi, duh. And then Jay Ajahi. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't so want to start any of them. This is a cluster. I don't think Jordan Howard plays this week. This is a cluster frick out of backfield. I think my assumption would be that Miles Sanders will get the majority of the work in this yes. game. That would be my assumption. And if, if the, Jordan Howard doesn't play, if Jordan Howard plays, it's going to be a mod podge. If Jordan, I don't want yeah, anything to do with if it. Jordan Howard plays, I'm not starting anybody. If Jordan Howard doesn't play, I consider starting Miles Sanders if you need him. Right. Um, Lockett. Yep. Metcalf. No. Okay. Um, not even. No, not with Josh Gordon there now, and I think he's going to play more this week. They're coming off a bye. In the first week. That hurts my soul a little bit because I watched Josh Gordon. He had like two targets for two catches. And so. they were both on third down. Clutch catches. And then uh, I don't believe Elshon Jeffrey is going to play this week. So it's uh, Nelson Aguilar and Jordan Matthews. Uh, yeah, I don't want to start either. Zach Gertz is a good play. And then Jacob Hollister, we talked about two weeks ago uh, on our waiver wire show. And mm-hmm. we said uh, he's going on his bye. You can pick him up now and get ahead of the eight ball, or you can wait until next week when no one knows he's there, and you can pick him up People then. have been picking him up. People so. have been picking him up. He's starting in a couple of teams, but this is a good matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles where you could get away with starting him. Yeah. So I would start him too. Um, this game also, I don't know if you said it, has a 48-point over-under. So there are points to be scored. This is a I'm, – I'm surprised this game doesn't have a higher over-under, especially if Matt Stafford comes back. Um, well, no, which game is that? Lions at Redskins, forty-one and a half point over. Under. Oh, that's gross. It is a gross game, very gross game. But it's the, supposed to rain the too Lions, on Sunday. The so. Lions are they do score are, a lot? Are scoring a lot? Um, Matt Stafford, if he plays, uh, is a start for yep. me. Um, he, he would be uh, at this point. I don't know if he's on your waiver wire, but if he's available, you can probably stream him and get away with it. Now, the question of and we can just skip over Haskins. He did throw two <laughs> touchdowns last he week. He did. Clutch. Two touchdowns, five interceptions in the year. 
Yeah, but he, he didn't have a chance in the other two games. Yeah, I know. Anyway. He uh, didn't even have a chance. So let's talk <laughs> about... Two what, touchdowns. Let's talk about... Both of these backfields are kind of muddied. So we have Bo Scarborough, Ty Johnson, J.D. Blah. McKissick. I don't know. I'm not starting anymore. So... I've seen if a team in our league pick up Ty Johnson, start him, drop yes. him. Pick up J.D. McKissick, start him, drop him. And now they're on to uh, Bo Scarborough. And, uh, you, it seemed like Bo had... through. He, they, they, so he was not on the team last week. They, <laughs> they signed him and then gave him 14 touches. and then gave him the biggest workload. Because McKissick him. can't run. He cannot run on the ground. He's terrible. So they're just... But he can get six catches a game. They're just giving it to him. <laughs> yeah, he can get six. That's what I was gonna say. He's just giving it to him in the passing game. Get six catches a game. So uh, Ty, I, I, Ty Johnson's not getting any work anymore. He, Forty-six attempts for one hundred and fifty-nine yards, kind of terrible. Yeah, that's not good. So, do you? It, to me, the obvious choice here is probably Bo. If you're gonna, st- if you have to, for some odd reason, start one of it's these guys. It's Washington, so it's like, <sighs> then yeah, start Bo. It's a cute matchup. Ugh. And now let's talk about the other one, the other terrible backfield. We got Peterson, Geis, right? Yeah. Geis last week didn't get a lot of work, but with what he had, he showed flashes of, yeah. of what we want. On the season, he has be. 17 carries, 42 yards, which is gross. Terrible. But that was mostly because I think the first week. It was against the Eagles. He had 10 carries for like 11 yards. Yeah. Something like that. He was so this week, Eagles. he actually did okay. Um, I sold him for. Uh, Kenny Galladay, I believe. <laughs> that was a good trade. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I like Geis a lot. I want him to succeed. He's mm-hmm. a likable character. Um, but I don't know if they're going to give him more work this week. I, I, I no feel idea. like they're going to split it with him and Peterson because that's what they did this week. Because the Lions have had one of the worst rush defenses yeah. in the NFL. So Peterson's not a start. He's terrible. He's bad. He's old. He can't run. <laughs> wow, that's, don't start him. Gosh, that was hateful. And then you have Geis. <laughs> Who and I love Peterson back in the day. You know me. Uh, Darius Geis has this conundrum where he doesn't get any touches. So do you want to start Geis this week and take the risk? Again, it's similar to Bo, where I don't. If you have to start somebody, I would start Darius Geis because I think he has the highest ceiling. Yeah. In that backfield on a good matchup, but I really am not that comfortable starting any of these guys. Okay, uh, Galladay, Marvin Jones, starting both. If Stafford plays, yes. Okay. Uh, and then McLaren is the only fancy wide receiver oh, option that gross. is out there, and he's been very bad the last couple weeks. If we see improved play from Dwayne Haskins over the next couple weeks, I could see Terry McLaren ascend into the play that he will normally have, but I just don't – we don't see that happening. Um, I think that's all for the game unless yeah. you want to talk no, about anyone else. Neither tight ends. Raiders, Raiders at Jets, 46 and a half point over under. We got Derek Carr. We got Sam Darnold. Um, Carr is a good streaming option this week, and Darnold's a good streaming option this week. Darnold had 29 fantasy points last week. 29. Yeah. He finally had a good game. He's at home against one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL this year. This is a great game for Sam Darnold to establish himself finally as a good quarterback in the NFL. Which means he'll probably get 15 fantasy points. But knowing the Jets and Sam Darnold, he'll probably get 15 points. I have a points, bad like feeling said. about this week for the Jets. Yeah, it's just... I don't and know, you know what? I just so looked the weather, too. It's going to rain. 95% chance of rain. So bad. Which means, if, imagine it's am like I, a sloppy, wet Am I the only one excited just... to see potentially the Raiders in the playoffs? 
I think you with John are. Gruden. I think you're the only one I'm other, than, other than Raiders fans. I saw like they won on Monday night. Actually, I would Sunday, like to Thursday, see John Gruden Thursday in the playoffs. Or That'd Monday be funny. night football. That's what I'm saying. That'd be hilarious. But, like but him John on the sideline in a wild card game, like just giving a the angry, <laughs> nasty like, look. Yeah. They get smoked, chewing gum. They get smoked by the Chiefs, <laughs> and he's just so pissed Down about 40 it. Down forty at halftime. <laughs> He just got. I saw him on like a. I can't remember if it was Thursday night or Monday night or Sunday night. It was a night game, and they beat. I believe it was Denver, and he just. They were in. They were in Oakland, and he was. That was like, opening night. He was no. It wasn't opening night. They beat Denver at home on opening night. On maybe it wasn't Denver. I know it was like a couple. It was like one or two weeks ago, but he got okay. he got lit with the fans. He was like running up and down and like <laughs> hugging everyone, and I'm like, this guy is ridiculous. Oh yeah, I know what game you. T- it was the Chargers. Um, so you want to start Derek Carr against the Jets? Yeah. Okay. I mean, with the rain is kind of, ugh, but these are still both good streaming options. Um, I would be, I would, if I'd be careful about how badly it rains, like I would keep that in mind. Right. Like if it's like, do you remember the game in Washington earlier this year where it was San Fran versus Washington? Yeah. And it was just like puddles on the field and stuff. Yeah. If it's going to like pour like that, I would not, I would try not to start either of those guys see i tend not to i tend for fantasy purposes i tend not to follow the weather unless it's like extreme well that's why i said like if if it's gonna be like crazy rain if it's just like regular rain you'll be fine i get these questions like i get these questions on twitter should i start this guy i'm not really sure because they it's raining it's raining. I'm like, who the frick cares if it's raining? Yeah, but cor- with quarterbacks, dude, it does. I understand the ball that. slips. But this and the person was asking about Deshaun Watson. Oh yeah, I would start Watson <laughs> another one. I'm like, I don't care who it yeah. is in the rain. But if, if it's like a, a streaming quarterback, quarterback option, oh, and rain makes a difference in teams' games plans, yep. I think you should take that into consideration. Anyway, uh, Josh Jacobs is a start. Yep. Le'Veon Bell is a start. Yep. Tyrell Williams, do you like him against the Jets? Against the Jets, I do. Okay. Um, and then we have on the other side, Jamison Crowder, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson is becoming a, a boom. Or bust. Or bust. Um, he reminds me very much of like uh, like Marquise Brown in a way. Um, a little bit, yeah. Because The veteran yeah. Hollywood Brown. <laughs> yeah, the veteran Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown has these like massive games where he catches like, like four 20. passes, but it's like 120 yards yeah. and two touchdowns, and it's just like Jamison Crowder does that same exact thing. Um, doesn't get a lot of receptions, but does do a lot with what he gets. Yeah, so he could have a big game. Uh, I would. Throw I would in the same conversation as me and Cole Hardman. I, I'm throwing a lot of rookies right now because he plays like a rookie all the time. Um, Jamison Crowder, do you like him against the Raiders? Um, as long as it's not insanely pouring it's the same thing as long as it's just fine with like the rain is just regular rain yeah i would start crowders and then against uh, the Raiders. and then chris herndon parentheses ryan griffin on same person same person uh, uh start of course all right and then the walrus you yeah. probably already start uh jaguars at titans 41 point over under um, you got Nick Foles, who had uh, a generic i think he had 18 fantasy points this week yeah, a generic, uh, yeah. a which generic game. <laughs> is going to probably be him for the whole, the whole rest season. of the season. Yeah. Which means he's a streaming option. Yes. Um, but I'm going to say, okay, so against Tennessee, it's obviously a sucky matchup. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to start. Sorry. I literally saw there's a guy in, in college football. His name is Jameis. Spelt the exact same way as Winston. And it's Jameis Wines, a Wiseman. I believe. So I saw a tweet that said he's going to miss 12 games, and I was like, 
what? James Wynn's <laughs> going to miss 12 games. It's James Wiseman. Uh. And, uh, yeah, it just looks like Jameis Winston at a glance. It really does. I was like, oh, wow. there goes that. Anyway, uh, Nick Foles against Tennessee. Bad matchup. Yeah, bad matchup. Um, Ryan Tanmyhill against Jacksonville. Uh, mm. No. Probably not. Uh, then we got Fournette start and then Derrick Henry start. Um, are you, do you have any concerns about either one of these guys? Um, last time these two teams faced off, I think both they thought Derrick Henry was going to have a monster. Game. Yeah, both running backs blew the whole game. I think Fournette saved it, though because he had like that eighty-yard run in the fourth quarter. It was also on Thursday night. Yeah, that is true. To reference so, the Thursday night hole, I think this could be a this. This feels like a thirteen to ten now, game. I do want to say this: you, you got a big week from Chark. You're feeling really good. Yeah. You're 26 points. Let's go. Oh, let's go, DJ Chark. Then he plays Tennessee and gets five. Oh, yeah. That's just going to happen this week. Very much that happened. I watched D.D. Wedge. And I love Chark. Get like 15 fantasy points. (laughs) Just because. Just because. Um, So, I I mean, do you sit DJ Chark this week or do you have to start him? I think if you have a better option, you can sit him. But after the week he had... It's hard to sit him. Okay. Uh, and then we got A.J. Brown, Corey Davis on the other side. Neither one of them is startable. I hate both. Um, and then the ever-elusive Jonu Smith, <laughs> not in terms of regular football, in terms of getting fantasy points when you tell people to start him. Um, I don't really like him this week. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, let's talk about Cowboys. Cowboys at the Patriots. Um, we got the Dak attack, who uh, I'm going to save for us to talk about yeah, later. We- We'll um, talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. And then we have on the other side Tommy B against Dallas. Oh, I also want to talk about um, later. Yeah, that's <laughs> also not a great matchup. So quarterbacks in this game don't play. <laughs> uh, Ezekiel Elliott is a monster. Yeah. Everyone's nervous about the Patriots. I just want to note this. Against one of the best rush defenses in the NFL earlier in the season, he ran 20 times for 119 yards. I think he'll be okay. <laughs> He's Zeke. Um, okay. And he also reported. I guess it's reported today. A lot of I I own Zeke and Leonard Fournette in the league. So <laughs> when you say okay, he'll do. He'll be okay. He'll be okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not projecting a 20 point game for him. But you think he'll get like 15? Maybe 12. 12 to 15, probably. Yeah. I don't expect especially like in a half PPR PPR setting. I don't think he's going to be able to run very well this week. Yeah. But he'll he'll get like four or five. Ca- like he'll do enough in the passing game. That get I think he'll get yeah he'll get like fifteen um, points. Now Zeke is apparently mad at himself for running the ball so bad the last couple weeks. <laughs> Lay okay. off the Chick Fil A, and is he not eating Chick Fil A this week? Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, that's probably why he's not playing well. No, so he's no, he's frustrated he with himself. Well. So uh, let's see if an angry Zeke is a good Zeke. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and then uh, some people have been talking about there've been rumblings about Pollard. Being a startable option for teams. I've heard a couple of people say well, you could start, not against New England, but in the future you could start Pollard. So we'll talk about that in future weeks because they say he's going to get more passing words. But he had 10 snaps last week. Like, let's relax, people. Like, yeah, if somebody gets 10 snaps. Before you, you probably, start saying to start. You probably shouldn't start him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Michelle. I don't like Michelle this week. Okay. Sorry. And then James White. Eh. Yeah, no. Uh, we have Julian, Muhammad Sanu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Julian against see Julian Edelman's always going to get twelve targets. Yeah, Julian Edelman so will be fine. He'll he get he like gets, he's going to get twelve targets. 
He's a safety blanket, so a safety blanket for Brady. So he'll get twelve targets, eight catches, like seventy-five yards, and that's enough to get him like ten to twelve fantasy points, which I'm very happy with. I'll stick with it. Um, so I would st- I would be okay starting Julian this week, even though it's a bad matchup. If you have Sanu, sit his Batusker on the bench. Do not start him. Yeah. Um, Cooper had a bad week last week. He's facing New England again. If there's any week he has a terrible week again, it would be this one. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else in the world, I, I would, purely out of sheer need, you probably can't bench Amari Cooper. But you can bench Michael Gallup and Randall Cobb. Do not pick them up, go, wow, my God, great weeks, and then start them. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, and then, unless you want to talk about the tight ends, I'm... No, you're sitting both. Yeah, it's a bad, it's a bad week. Pack, Packers at 49ers, which is now the new Sunday night game, uh, which is good. This is going to be a fantastic. Makes me very game. happy. Nine and one Niners versus the eight, eight and two, two Packers. Packers, and it's it's a it's a it's a number one in the in the conference game. So this Ooh, is a, this wow. could be this could winner, be winner gets the winner buy gets, pretty much. Well, uh, they both are probably going to get a buy. I'm talking. Well, about I don't know if home if, field if one if like if the Packers lose and go eight and three, they might not be. Or even if the 49ers lose and go nine and two, they might not even win the division. So one of these teams is going to really, like, this doesn't this seem like a crazy year. important game, but this is a pretty important game yeah. for both these teams. And uh, San Francisco lost this past, when did they lose? They lost to Seattle two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? On Monday wow, Night Football. I, for some reason I thought they, they were. They played on... Arizona this oh, week. Oh, yeah, that's right. I watched that game very closely and was very angry. <laughs> anyway, uh, Aaron Rodgers against San Francisco is a sit. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo against uh, Green Bay is a sit. Yep, I agree. Um, and then even though Green Bay has kind of been trending in the opposite direction uh, against quarterbacks, Green Bay still a top 12 pass defense against quarterbacks. Um, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, what do you do? You start Aaron Jones because he's been a top five running back, but I don't like it. And then Jamal Williams, I would sit. Okay. I – if. My big thing, so they both get about 15 to 16 touches a game, both Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Aaron Jones is obviously the better running back, so he does more with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jamal Williams getting those touches against a bad matchup, he'll probably get eight points. But if you desperately need a flex, like that's... Yeah, and even then I don't love it. Not against San Fran. And then on the other side, we got uh, Coleman, Brita. Um, Coleman, I would think, is a, is a start. And then Brita, I would even maybe start against Green Bay. Green Bay has been one of the worst yeah. running backs. So if, you need, if you need Brita. Um, the breakout of Debo, Debo Samuel, Debo. Um, our, one of our writers, uh, Adam Hutchison, is got a chubby for Debo. So <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> he loves Debo Samuel. He's very in on the second half of the year breakout. Um, I really like Debo Samuel as well. But this matchup freaking blows. I was going to say, I'll talk about that later. So uh, I don't like it. George Kittle start. and then If uh, he plays. And then Devontae Adams is going to play. So start him uh, outside of that, unless you really are obsessed with Alan Lazard. <laughs> Stay away from that. Yeah. And then uh, Ravens at Rams. The final game of the week, Monday Night Football. Didn't realize this was a Monday Night Football game because I do have a defense on Monday Night Football. Let's get it. I love having defenses wow, on Monday Night. look at you. <sighs> we'll see what happens. So we have Lamar Jackson, um, monster stardom. Jared Goff, not monster at home, <laughs> sit him. <laughs> at home, sit him. Wow, I haven't heard that. Yeah. The uh, way he's played this year, though? Yeah, he's garbage. Yeah. Um, it, Baltimore has been absolutely spectacular against the passing game over the last five weeks mm-hmm. um, since they traded for Marcus Peters. Yeah. And uh, 
they've been very good. So I, I don't really like much of the Rams this week. But anyway, uh, we have Mark Ingram on the other side. Uh, do you like Mark Ingram against Los Angeles? Uh, it's okay. <laughs> he, he, you just start came, him, you start he just came off a 22-point week. This is a totally a week where he gets like seven points. But this is also two pretty good, like really good defenses yeah, going at it. that's true. Um, you have Gurley on for the Rams. Yeah, similar like to Gurley. I don't like Gurley either this week, but he's Gurley, so you're starting him. See, I, he's I mean, coming off an 18-point week. He got 18 <laughs> points, but like, see, last year I would have been like, he's Gurley, start him. This year I'm like, do you really start him? Yeah, you do. <laughs> All right. It just depends. Is he going to get 20 touches or is he going to get like 12 touches and Jared Goss going to be throwing 14 <laughs> picks? Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I Yeah, I guess it's okay to start Gurley. You need, you, I guess you need him. Uh, Marquise Brown sit. Mark yeah. Andrews, uh, I'm not going to tell you to sit him again. I do it every week and I just <laughs> get burned, so whatever. This week, this is the week where he gets eight, I promise. Um, <laughs> Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks. Cooper Cup's in. Robert Woods might still be out for personal reasons. Don't know what those personal reasons are. I hope he plays this week. Um, Brandon Cooks is out still. Is that confirmed? Yes. Okay. And then Gerald, I believe it's confirmed. Don't quote me on it. Gerald Everett uh, at tight end. Do you like him? I don't. Okay. So, yeah, there's not really any Rams I want this week. Okay. Um, that will do it for the Monday Night Football. Watch the Rams kill the Ravens. Yeah, watch. <laughs> uh, Go off. That's exactly what always happens. Um, let's move into our starts and sits and try to rapidly get through these to finish the show as we are overtime again. What a um, shock. What a shock. Uh, it's always the first game. You just got to get the first game out of the way. We know it was really the first two games. I think we spent about 20 minutes on. Yeah, and it was gross. Um, Matt Ryan versus Tampa Bay is my start quarterback of the week. I okay. love Matt Ryan against Tampa Bay. Um, he's been relatively decent this year. Uh, he's probably been in and out of your starting lineup because he's been uh, up and down all year. So I would start Matt Ryan against Tampa. And then uh, Dak Prescott at New England. This is a game that we both agreed on. I don't know if you changed your start, your sit quarterback. I um, did. You did. Okay, so uh, this, is, this is one we can talk about for like two seconds. Dak is the number three quarterback in fantasy this year. Uh-huh. And you're going to feel like very gross sitting Dak Prescott. As a Dak Prescott owner, only Dak Prescott owners know how it's it smart. feels. It's so smart, It is though. a wise decision to go out on the waiver wire, pick up Sam Darnold, pick up Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston's available, maybe even Matt James Stafford. Winston, Matt Stafford, like somebody else. <laughs> because if, if you Dak, have Matt Ryan on your team. <laughs> you're you're going to be mad if Dak gets 25 points. And, you know, Baker gets 20. You're going to be like, oh, my God, I should have Dak Prescott. The way I'm looking at it as – this is the way I'm looking at it. I'm going to stream a quarterback this week because I don't trust any quarterback against New England. New England average seven fantasy points. Seven fantasy points against quarterbacks. Other than if you, if you take out the, Lamar Jackson, who I know went off against New England, but he's gone off against everybody in the league this year. If you would have taken him out, yeah. not a single quarterback in fantasy this year has done anything. I just don't know if Dak Prescott is even remotely close to matchup proof. We had that one game, the one, the hardest game of his season against the Green Bay Packers defense who was playing well, very well at the time. It was like a top five against quarterbacks defense. He had 25 fantasy points. Yeah. 
against New England, I don't think that trend changes, but this is the way that I look at it. You stream a quarterback, you get the points that you need from your quarterback. If Dak ends up having a really good game, then you know, okay, he had a really good game against New England. Match approved. I can start him against other guys. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting Dak Prescott this week because it's it's late in the season. You're fighting for your playoff hopes, or maybe you're fighting for your uh, your 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 bye week if your league has mm-hmm. one. But these are very important wins. Everyone, take it from me. Um, last week I chose to keep my starter in and ride or die, and I had Josh Allen sitting on my bench. You who got 36 sit. points. You, you couldn't sit. I should have. Sh- and I thought about it, I know and I was like, that would be smart. Of, but you don't sit a top three quarterback. And in There's my head, no well, you're doing it this week, aren't you? Yeah, but uh, Dak Prescott, hey, like, oh, oh, oh. if you go on fantasypros.com, <laughs> they rank him like seven rest of season, whereas Deshaun Watson is ranked third rest of season. So it's like you kind of have to start. There's not a lot of teams that I would say bench Deshaun Watson. Like I right would- now, I am morally conflicted that I'm sitting Dak Prescott this week. I don't like it, but it's... I know. Well, what, that's why. That's why I... I wanted to sit Deshaun See, Watson. This is the problem. And I was like, I can't do it. He's just too. He's just Deshaun Watson. I, I can't spent sit the him. entire offseason. I knew this was going to happen. It's easier said than done, and I'll talk about it all next offseason. This is why streaming quarterbacks is the way you should go because you run into this situation where I lost a playoff game last year because I, I, I basically rode or died with Andrew Luck, and he scored nine points in my playoff <laughs> game. Nine points. And I'm bitter. Yes, but I'm like you stream quarterbacks. Unless, if you if you if you, you get have a, like Mahomes or you're gonna or Lamar. I guarantee you, unless you have Mahomes, Lamar, or one of the top three quarterbacks. I picked up Dak and he's been playing like a top three quarterback. So as of right now, I'm okay. But I'm next couple weeks because it's bad matchups. I'm streaming, but you 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 stream the whole season. You're gonna get it right nine times out of ten. Sometimes you might have a crap game, but yeah, if you you'll just, have your Gardner Minshew, you'll have your Gardner Minshew. <laughs> but you're going, you're not going to have these situations where you go, "Oh my God, I have Deshaun Watson against a really good defense," I, and I have Josh Allen have on Josh my bench Allen against Miami. Bench. You don't run into that yep. situation. And if you're really good at streaming, like I think I, I did, I went back and I checked all of my streaming options um, for the entire season, and I've hit on every single. I've, I've hit on just about. At least one guy, because at the beginning of the season we gave like two or three. Oh. Um, but since we started giving one uh, like seven weeks ago, I've hit basically every single time on the streamer to get 20 or more fantasy points. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's streaming quarterbacks ain't hard. It's not a hard no. thing. that You just got to pick the right guy. Yeah. Now, Baker's going to get 12 points this week just to like <laughs> slap me in yep. the face. At home against Miami. But it's like when you look at this whole situation – Streaming quarterbacks is the way to go because you don't you don't run into that situation where you just got to stick with them. Even Mahomes, yeah, sixteen points this week that probably costed people some games. Even though you know sixteen points is good for Baker Mayfield, <laughs> you probably looked at Mahomes and was like, "Why didn't Expected I get more?" I drafted him with a second round pick. Why didn't I get twenty five? Yeah, but you had to you had to ride with him because it's Mahomes, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's why I stream quarterbacks, or I try to stream quarterbacks, but I'm an idiot and I just <laughs> fall into the abyss of running with a quarterback yeah. the rest of season. Go ahead so, with your starts and sits. <laughs> we actually had the exact. We had all the same starts, and we had two of the same sits. Yeah. So I had to change a lot. So my original start was Matt Ryan as well. Yeah. I switched it, kept the same game. Jameis Winston. I think the game's going to be a shootout. Um, which means Jameis Winston's gonna throw the ball sixty times. Unless it's so you know what that too means. Hard. It's uh indoors. So Oh, sorry. Perfect. 
perfect weather for throwing the football. Okay, go ahead. Um, and then my sit, I'm also staying in the same game. Um, and this was not intentional, but Tom Brady, uh, I know it's at home, which he does typically do better at home. Yeah. But this just feels like another 17 to 10 game, like yeah, it was yeah, last no, week, Patriots true. Eagles. Um, it'll be gross. It's going to be like a gross, <laughs> rainy, disgusting football game. Let's so, go, Pates. Let's go, Yeah, Patriots. and Brady hasn't really been a good fantasy option lately yeah. anyway. Uh, start of the week at running back for me is Jalen Samuel against uh, uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati has been very bad against running backs this year. Jalen Samuels is the only guy. The, the problem is that you're sitting there thinking, oh, my God, I, I've started him before, and he just sucks. <laughs> and, you know, he, he might have a bad week. But yeah. It's a good matchup. It's a great matchup. He's on the road, which sucks, but he's basically like right now the only option on the team. So yeah, I think um, he might. He might. He very well might get ten targets if, in this game. Yeah, if Joe Mix, uh, Joe Mixon, if James Conner does not play this week, mm-hmm. uh, I think Jalen Samuels is a fantastic play. And then my sit is uh, Jamal Williams against San Francisco. Okay, and my start might come out of the uh, left field a little bit is Kareem Hunt against Miami. Interesting. Uh, I think the Browns, for once the season, has a chance to really control the game. And if that happens, they might be able to use Kareem Hunt a little bit more in a great matchup. The Dolphins have struggled this year against running backs. So if you have Kareem Hunt on your team, I think you should start him. And uh, my sit is any of the Colts running backs because I do not know if they're going to use any of them. Sounds good. Or which ones they will use. My starter wide receiver, Allen Robinson against the Giants. I know it hurts. I know he's been up and down, but if there's any week that you could probably have a good game, it's against the Giants. And then my sit at wide receiver is Golden Tate at Chicago. Um, Chicago has been very good against wide receivers. It's kind of the, the against, against the passing game in general. It's kind of the only thing they've been good at on defense this year. But Golden Tate is a sit. Uh, my start of the week at wide receiver is Calvin Ridley. Uh, he's playing against the Buccaneers at home, who are the worst defense against wide receivers this season. Uh, and with Hooper still out, he's probably going to get like 10 targets, or at least a lot of targets. Uh, and then my sit is Debo, Debo Samuel. Debo. I know the hype is real. I love the kid too, but it's a not a good matchup. And if one of George Kittle or Emmanuel Sanders comes back, that will take targets away from him. So everybody's riding the train right now. I get it. I like him too, but don't start him this week. My start tight end of the week. Chris Herndon. Is Chris Herndon. <laughs> slash Ryan Griffin. The ghost of Chris Herndon. The ghost of Chris Herndon. Ryan Griffin versus Oakland. Start him. Okay. And then my sit is Noah Font at Buffalo. He came off seven points. The owner of Noah Font's probably going to be like, the breakout game's coming. It's, no, it's not. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gives Buffalo. Um, sit him. Yeah, my... Uh, we actually had the exact same tight ends as well. <laughs> we, so pretty much everybody we're saying this week, we agree upon. Um, That's a first. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you'll agree with this. My start of the week at tight end, another Browns Howard. player, David Njoku. He's expected to make his return this week. Yeah, no, I don't like that. But he's home against the Miami Dolphins. Who cares? And his last game, his only game he played this year, he had 12 fantasy points. All right. I'll take it. In a week, you took my guy, okay? And my sit at tight end, you'll probably like this one, yep. is Gerald Everett against the Ravens on Monday Night Football. I picked up a QB3 this week, and I'm playing him. You picked up a QB3, and you're playing him? Yeah, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> He's number 22 I know, that right just now. sounds so gross coming out of my mouth. <laughs> well, I guess that's a QB2. <sighs> Depending on your, if you're yeah, in a 10-team league, <laughs> one quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Who's not. your sit? I'm sorry, I missed it. Gerald Everett against the Ravens, tight end. Okay. I guess I'll do it for our starts and sits. 
uh, and our matchup breakdowns for the week. Don't forget to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the social media platforms. And uh, see you on Tuesday, Fantasy Champs. Enjoy your friggin' weekend. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs. 